0: And welcome back to episode ninety-four of the weekly tech rant with me, Jay. And me, Carl. This week's episode is a slightly special one. Ready for it? (laughs) (laughs) This week those soundtrack files. We have a gaming special for you, so we thought we'd break from the usual uh scheduling to bring you this special announcement. So we're going to cover this week a review on a couple of games and DLC that we've been playing, and thoughts on, plus a couple of things that are coming down the pipe as well that we really are interested in, given what the kind of games we play on a on a normal basis. So putting all the usual tech no- noise, tech news, tech rants to one side, let's talk games. And this week, in the words of the Far Show, we've been mostly playing. Sniper Elite 5. Nicely done there, Carl. I won't need to get too much about it. Um, <laughs> so, yes, Sniper Elite 5. So, what is it? Well, it is the fifth installment of the Sniper Elite series uh, from Rebellion. Um, and this is pretty much, you know, uh, on par with, I think, all of the the previous releases of the Sniper Elite franchise. Uh, so, for anybody that hasn't seen it play, they're wondering what it is. It's a World War II shooter, and it follows the uh, protagonist of Carl, no not this Carl. Carl fairburn no. who is who, yeah, yeah all right you who is uh yeah he's an american isn't he he's an american commando yeah. sniper uh that is out there um so yeah so Carl, this is this uh, i can't remember if you, you played the sniper really ones previous to this or was it your first foray into no it? this is my first one and I, i'll admit
1: i thoroughly enjoyed it so i might actually have to go back and visit the previous four <laughs> oh,
0: all right okay so i i played in fact yeah i've most of them, in fact, I had all of them. Um, out, yeah, yeah. So the aim of the game basically is, you know, you are the aforementioned sniper. Uh, you know, you come through different uh, missions in World War Two. Set of this particular one is set um in and around D-Day, so they have a different factor, different storylines, and you know, mm. and you are there's a thread you're after certain individuals, and you're chasing um, a kind of as a story. And this one is around particular weapons, isn't it, and a, a special German secret project uh, that. Uh, you're Looking to track down and get. And each mission is set in, well, pretty beautiful missions, aren't they? I mean, set in really they rich are. environments. Um, yeah,
1: the, the, would, ma- the maps are massive, aren't they? They are they huge are, and they're very, very pretty.
0: And they are pretty. I would say they're open world to a degree. They're not completely 100% open mm. world, but well, they are.
1: So it portrays to be open world, but there are certain things like I can jump this fence or this wall, but I can't jump that smaller one over there.
0: Why? I was going to say, it's there? So imagine, like you know, say, beautifully lush worlds, you know, great open set scenes. There's a really good map, um, which I think is uh, the third mission, uh, which is set in the place of Mont Saint Michael, uh, which is, uh, if you're familiar with it, it's that island uh, which is separated by high tide. And at low tide, you can drive yes. across to it. It's beautiful. And it's a beautiful mission, lots of lush greens is, yeah. and the blues. And, and then obviously, you're into the city itself or, you know, the, the built up area. But you're right. It does give you the impression that it's own well, but is actually quite linear in in some way. It delivers the mission. Yes. Isn't it? you you are to to kind of I think when we were talking about it, if anybody's played or had the early uh, Medal of Honor games, which were like you are only going to go down this path. Uh, it's not quite to that yeah. degree. It's a little bit more uh, nuanced, but you are funneled, aren't you, into Right down yeah, Sometimes you
1: think, right, I'm just gonna jump that wall, I can hide down there, take this guy No, no, the game doesn't want me to do that way. All right, it's uh, straight in then.
0: It is and you know, so the missions are such structured that you know, you have um certain intel you need to pick up, isn't it? You need to maybe uh, kill a particular individual as, a, as an opportunistic target. Yeah, um, and you can generally do them in whichever
1: order you want the, uh, the uh, parts of the mission, can't you? You're kind of free to do that one. Obviously, some are unveiled by the previous bits you've done, but generally, you're kind of free to do it whichever way you want.
0: You're right. You kind of, you know, it isn't kind of A to B to C. You're right. You, if you want to go around the map the other way and you know do objective C uh, because that looks more tempting, you're welcome to do so. And the same is you're right. Dropping into maybe I'll take out the the special objective, isn't it? And some of those special objectives only get highlighted to you, don't they? If you get to a certain place on the map, uh, yes, that they become available to it. Um, and also some of the some of the views on the map that you get to also unlock. Uh, different aspects. So there's a generalised point when you first start the game, each level there's a, a starting point um, but you can go to different places, like a house, isn't there? And you can say, like, you know, if you go to that yeah. uh, house and you go inside, then it says, he comes up with some standard line that says, this is a great starting point, isn't it? If I want to do this again or something. Um, so you have yeah, a different that, that. starting point. But, uh, so, the, I guess the one thing about the game is all the way through is the special kill cam that we've got, the X-ray kill cam. Which is kind of like the game's I want to say USP is it, you know.
1: So when mm. you are doing a
0: when you're doing a targeted sniper and, and you are you know you're uh, lining up the sights on a on aforementioned uh, you know individual and you shoot fantastic, it, uh, you see a brilliant cutscene where the bullet flies through the air, isn't it? You see the track of the bullet, um, yep. it hits wherever you've targeted. I don't want to be too traffic, of course, given that we're a family show here. Um, but then you know, depending on what happens, you get a pretty reasonably uh, R-rated um, view of the bullet impact, yeah. don't you? Yes, but... now, this is not my favourite
1: feature. <laughs> On the default setting, it triggers all the time. I, oh, yeah. like I spend more time watching my bullet fly through there than actually shooting people. I find it kind of breaks the immersion, actually. If I'm lining up two or three guys and then I shoot the first guy down, same guy, I get a cutscene and it's like, right, well, where was the third guy now? Because I had it all under my head, but now I've just watched the cutscene and now I can't remember where he was. And yeah, it takes me a bit of time to reorientate. But um so I've turned that right down. So I only
0: get it if I get a really, really good shot. I have to agree with you. If you've never played the game it's uh, it's fantastic. I say, you know, the first one, like, wow, and especially, especially if you've done any of the like the double shots where you, you know, there's two people lined up and you could, you know, you get one. Well, you have done it
1: like 800, 900 meters, and you just see it go across the map and then shoot someone through the head.
0: <laughs> right, but I think, as you say, if you're in, if you're in admission and quite intense, and you think, right, I've got to, I've got to get that guy, and then I've got to move on to that guy, and I've got to take out that to move to the next level. All of a sudden, as you say, five seconds or ten seconds of that coming through. She say, breaks the immersion, breaks the concentration a little bit. So it does get repetitive. repetitive I find it, it even worse in co-op. Because oh, they can't show the, the in-
1: can for someone because it kind of pauses the game. So you both see it. So you could be
0: running through in the middle of a firefight and all of a sudden you jump
1: to someone else's cutscene.
0: Yeah. that. I mean, there are times in like co-op where you, one of you does a cracking shot and you're like that was awesome and you can both kind of enjoy it but you're right there are when it gets like okay well done you you, you've taken somebody else out great work let's move on it is a a little game (laughs) yeah the other thing that kind of the other thing that the yeah the game tries to the game tries to lean on some of the mechanics that you see in the hitman series so you can you know you can stage accidents can't you so you can you know allow it that somebody steps on something um you know, you could trigger, uh, sabotage a car, you can, you know, shoot through the rope of a of a crane, um, which is great, you know, they, it gives a little bit of fun, doesn't it? But the thing that the happens is the game registers to them as a sniper kill. So the enemy gets really upset, they're like, they've seen you, and you're like, you're nowhere near them, and they, you know, the game they no, aggro you don't so
1: the they and cause a distraction
0: you haven't seen me in the slightest but uh yeah so what's happened is, is the cranes fail and it's fallen on that german you know yeah. german it world accident, you, it. It. you know but instead they're like there's a sniper they're like what I, I think it does the ai in the game yeah. um isn't intelligent enough to no
1: pick and, that up, uh, isn't it? i think it's got better we started playing it as soon as it came out and there were some glaring oh. bugs. Do you yeah, like on got- the church
0: and the pile of bodies? Well, yeah, just, yeah we'll come to that. As I say, So multiplayer, is it? So we've played multiplayer, yeah. haven't we? Um, Which, multiplayer, to come back to that pile of bodies in a second. The multiplayer though, is kind of, you, there's three modes to multiplayer, isn't it? Or um, yeah. you've got the classic uh, co-op where you and a buddy so we can we can do a mission together can't we and that's, that's two people and there's three of us which is a yeah. bit annoying but if there's two of you the storyline the buddy piece works well because it's in the story so it's in the it's in the actual storyline oh. the classic co-op so that's really good if if you want to play with somebody yeah. and help them along and go
1: through the single player
0: missions yeah yeah the multi then there is kind of a almost like a capture the flag or um you know king of the hill style multiplayer isn't it where you have different waves of Trying to overrun yep. your position and you've got to take him. And as you Suffolk say,
1: well, don't they? yeah,
0: so it kind of a bit like, uh, kind of like Left 4 Dead, Back for Blood, that kind yeah. of style, isn't it? Um, and as you say, the body mound, well, yes, we, um, I think we got to a point where we were kind of starting to cook our graphics cards, weren't we? Due to the, yeah, we camped at what top of a church,
1: didn't we? Um, yeah, the all three of us coming up inside side and, and and through the window, three of us, yeah, and we just obviously just take them out while defending the rest of it. But the pile of bodies got so large that every time you looked at the bodies, yeah, you're right. It cooked your graphics card and brought your machine to its knees. Like the freight mates tanked. Oh, you got clipper and everything. So it's like, right, try and shoot someone who's coming over bodies without
0: looking at the bodies. <laughs> I mean, the thing is you know the other thing is is that again the, the in-game mechanics of the dungeons were like oh yes you know it's a bit like what's the you know, the ryan reynolds film isn't it you know the NPC. Oh, well i can't think of what it's called um oh um
1: yeah I know free guy mean.
0: free guy you know it's like, guy, like oh look it. yeah there's a pile of bodies let's go through that doorway because clearly that's where they are <laughs> like... yeah. i go
1: through a window but there are bodies in the way i'll just keep climbing over the bodies oh he's died the person in front of me's died oh, <laughs> oh, i'll climb run. over his body then Right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> AI wasn't so great.
0: It wasn't so great, but it was good fun. especially. And the co-op was good fun as well. We did the co-op mission, wasn't it? That was quite impressive. Yeah, good I preferred
1: one. that one. It'd just be great if you had a third person in there. So have uh, you played...
0: So the other third option is Invasion. So I don't know if you've played this yet. So Invasion um, gives you the option to be playing your game. So imagine you're having your single-player game, and as you've got yeah. Invasion turned up. I, as a random person, external to you... Can drop into yeah. your game um, because through the, through the, I guess, like a matchmaking facility. But I drop into your game as an enemy Vega sniper. Okay. And I get the ability to kind of work out where you are, So I know where your last location was. And then my aim really is to track you down and, and kill you. Um, yeah. And then inside the single player, you have the option to run to have you uh, to these things. Have you seen the phones? They look like radio points on the walls.
1: I have seen phones. They're only available in. Invasion mode or something. So in
0: invasion mode, if you run to one of his phones and pick it up and dial it, it then gives you the last known location of the uh, in-player sniper, the enemy sniper, the Jaeger. The problem with doing that, it also tells the Jaeger where you dialed from, so your location is then popped up. Ah, so I, I had this by accident I didn't realize I turned it on I think it was on by default and I was playing a single play game playing happily and all of a sudden there was like this invasion warning or whatever popped up I can't remember the exact wording yeah. um it said like enemy sniper is in the game and you're like huh and then I was like oh uh you know thinking what's going on so I'm kind of trying to move around the map and I'm like then all of a sudden the shots come out of nowhere and I'm like they obviously got a really good beat on where I was so I picked up one of the phones to locate them then I realized it said, oh, your location is now available to the... I was like, oh, my God. Oh, so no. <laughs> it was like the cat-and-mouse game of, like, you know, it's all right with the, the NPC characters, because, let's be honest, you can you can pretty much out them, can't you? But yeah, another human... Car, no, no. But another human actually is quite difficult uh, to, oh, sh- to kind of work around. So, yeah, I think, you know, it has a lot of promise here. My only concern with these games, though, is once you've completed the, the single player and you've done most yeah. of the, the objectives... <laughs> There isn't, you know, playable the return no. playability. I find is quite low now with, right. with Sniper Elite 4, if I remember correctly. Um, there was, a, uh, there was a special DLC, um, was it four or three? I can't remember. One of them had, and I, I know this is so cliched, it was a kill Hitler mode. Um, I so, think there's a DLC for five on that. I'm sure I saw it available. I, I think Goodbye. it now, now I've said it, I think it came out with Sniper Elite 3. And, yeah. um, yeah, Sniper Elite 3, there was uh, Target Hitler, so I remember playing that, and there was uh... other ones where you've got you know, campaign missions, and I think you're right, they've kind of brought it back before. I mean, I remember that came out, Sniper Elite 3, that was oh god, that came out back in 2014, I think it was 15, you know, so a kind of time ago now, it was good fun, you know, you had to play on it, um, but again, the rep- repetitiveness of the game after a while just gets a little bit tiresome, yes, Here, um, yeah,
1: for, for Elite 5, it's Target the Fewer.
0: Wolf Mountain. Ah, there you go then. So it's kind of a play on that. I mean, I think I think we'd probably get more about the multiplayer in the long run, perhaps. Uh, you know, given maybe. I mean, I've got a lot of single (laughs) player,
1: so I'm only on Mission Seven. So, but I've had a good two to three hours out of each mission. I've gone quite methodically. I've more or less completed everything within the mission. I've not gone gung ho. I've gone quite conservative, and hasn't been boring. I've probably enjoyed that two to three hours on each of those missions. So, I don't know if how many is there in total. Twelve thirteen missions, um uh, I've still got another ten fifteen hours worth of play on this, I think uh just
0: completing the single player campaign, yeah, and I think you're right and and it is a it is a playable it's a good playable game, isn't it in the sense that you want to get on play with it there there are nine missions that's it there are nine missions to do um okay, and you're right the there's going to be d l c you know which is good yeah So uh, there is a there season is, pass <laughs> yeah there's past it so you know i think you're right it's not just going to be played single away but why I, I guess what i'm saying six months down the line will you be coming back to pick mm. it up after you've done that i don't know i mean as the, as the game goes it's a really pretty game as well graphically speaking you know great optimizations you know it, some of the yeah. textures are a little bit up and down um but you can definitely see, somebody like myself who's played the games from their first one, there's a real sense of evolution in the engine, the game, and the mechanics as well. I mean, but at the end of the day, it is sneak shoot, sneak shoot, run sneak, alarm bell, run sneak shoot, you know. And that's fine because I didn't pay a penny for it. It was on Game Pass. So, well, I'm glad you said that because that was probably going to be my next uh, point on, on costing of Yeah. Well,
1: I did. I, I pay for Game Pass every month. Oh, so yeah. I but... have paid for it, but I didn't take fifty or sixty pound out of my pocket to go and pay
0: for it, you know, up i and no. uh, that to me, again, you know, when this isn't the, this today's show isn't about Game Pass, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> Game is. Pass features heavily. Um because you're right. Fifty, you know, 45 50 quid whatever dollars pays you know, Forty
1: five on it if for the normal, seventy if you want the deluxe.
0: And that's it. You're right. Uh it's a lot of money. Whereas actually getting a day one release on Game Pass is money well spent? Yep. My view, hundred um, percent. Not to say I wouldn't have bought it. I probably would have picked it up. I think in a sale, a steam sale, which uh, as yeah. we go to as we record today, the steam sale has kicked off. Um, so uh, you know, it's uh, keep away now. No, don't look away. <laughs> don't look at it now. But yeah, so Carl, then Let's it. what would you give it then? out a ten. I don't know. Um, single
1: player's been awesome. Multiplayer's been a letdown. I think that's only been a letdown because. We traditionally play three of us in multiplayer. So it kind of feels like one's left out if you want to play the game properly. So I think I'd give it, I want to give it an eight.
0: Give an eight. Yeah. I guess, yeah, I, I, I'm, you know, I think I'm going to be a bit more generous. I'm going to say eight and a half. Not because I think it's a bad game. but I just think some of the the negativeness is just on, you know, I guess, to change the concept of the game would no. I mean, sniper like elite, so you have to kind of take that as it is, but yeah, yeah, the playability is good, the multiplayer is good, but yeah, things like the kill cam just weigh heavily on it. So, yeah, cool, nice one, yeah. nice one. All right, then, so moving then from uh, World War Two to something a little bit more up to date, then, of course, is yep. Top Gear, Top Gear, what am I about? Top Gun, Top Gear, uh, Top Gear. well, Top Gear does feature in a sign kind of a way in a minute, but anyway, I digress. So, Top Gun, then, so unless you have been living in a cave under a rock on Mars, you will know that Top Gun Maverick is probably the biggest film out at the moment in the cinema. Yes. And we are huge fans here on the Tech Rant and, uh, of course, could not resist to download the Top Gun Maverick edition um, or Top Gun Maverick expansion uh, for Microsoft Flight Sim. So this yeah. is a free DLC that has been released for Microsoft Flight Simulator on Xbox and PC. And what it brings is, well, kind of a few different things. Isn't it? There's kind of, um, uh, there's the F-18, which was, oh, that was released what? earlier, wasn't it? Oh, wasn't it the F-18 that was released earlier
1: because obviously Top Gun was meant to be out last That's year. That's right. And they basically released it and then they moved the uh,
0: release date of the film. Yes, so the, the, technically speaking, we get the F-18 now upgraded with the Maverick uh, kind of paint jobs. Yep. Um, there are new training missions that allow to, in the Hornet that you do things like uh, unrestricted takeoffs. Uh, you can do a split S. Uh, remember from the original Top Gun, uh, Maverick was told that the split S was probably the worst thing he could have done. Um, you can do all mm-hmm. different kind of maneuvers that kind of map the film. Again, I don't want to give anything away of the film, but it kind of has alignment to the storyline, doesn't it? Yeah. There's a carrier landing, which for us that played DCS isn't. Well, yeah, I'll come back to that. We'll discuss um,
1: that in a minute, yeah.
0: But the oh, other plane
1: You get the. I was just going to uh, say the Dark Star. Dark Star. I was about to say Aurora, but it's not. It's the Dark Star, isn't it? So
0: you get the Dark Star. Which,
1: which I. Mm, oh, awesome. I briefly flew that one, uh, but I hadn't done the missions. I just jumped into it after the F-18 to have a quick play. And obviously, I couldn't figure out how to get up enough speed to put the ramjets on.
0: So, okay, yeah good point so yes so the mac 10 uh mac 10 150 000 feet a uh, capable uh, dark star uh is something awesome and that mission as you say uh gives you the ability to try and get into the stratosphere now i'll be honest with you it took me several attempts to work out how to get the flight profile to the speed um, which Actually, mac i'm 10. gonna
1: ask you now is there a button for afterburner because i have a feeling i'm not hitting afterburner i couldn't even get over mac one or no, barely so over mac 1. i, I... Have to get to what one point five on Mac three to hit the uh ram Yeah, jets.
0: So I I I went I couldn't work it out either. So I mapped one. So I've mapped a button for Afterburner in the settings. Okay, now, whether so whether it's a separate
1: under- button, it's not just the very top of my throttle then. It's, no, I, it's like DCS. I,
0: I could be wrong and it could not be doing anything, but I, I think it does. So yeah, you you're right. So you've got to take off you've got to floor it to to basically get it to Mac three on, on air burning um you've got to go then, up
1: really high and then shoot down haven't you to build your speed yeah
0: up. you've got to basically go inverted haven't you and then flip flip it um and then the altitude kind of straight up and then as you say you get to max six i think it was or was it max three or max six i can't remember which one Mach it was three
1: i think they want you to get Mach to
0: Turn the ramjets on and then the ramjets are engaged and you should then take it up to, to max 10 um it was super hard now i managed to get it up into the stratosphere uh i think i was at t- nearly um Nearly 200,000 feet, um, where it just became oh, like
1: space. Then, yeah, yeah,
0: you are, yeah, you, definitely, you are, you are an astronaut. Um, it was uncontrollable at that point. It basically pointed in a straight line and off it went. Um, coming, getting yeah. it to reduce speed was really difficult. But what I will say yeah. though, it was really good fun, <laughs> really good fun, Even... Do you remember when Flights of Birth came out, there was a bit of a ceiling there, was there, On uh, a <laughs> Well,
1: yes, I, I purchased the uh, F-15. You did, uh, sir, yes. Party. Uh, and while it was a great plane, well, a lot faster than anything else in the, in, in the game at the time, you couldn't really go, what, above, I can't remember what it was now, 600, 700 miles an hour. There, there was some kind of hard cap in the
0: game, wasn't there? There was, yeah. And I think that was kind of, it kind of nerfed, uh, nerfed the uh, the experience bit. Isn't it, with those fast jets but no that's definitely been re- removed now with this the, definitely the mac video. 10
1: definitely
0: been removed yeah um, the harrier so the harrier the, oh, i keep what wrong with me today harrier hornet the, the uh hornet um uh, was good fun again coming from dcs we are spoiled i think mm. from dcs in the realism now this is an f18 yeah. uh f18 excuse me dash e um, yeah, which it's is newer a model, newer got a model because uh, we've
1: DCS, haven't we? Yeah.
0: Yeah, so this is a newer model. Uh, it has a more up to date uh, cockpit. Uh, so some of the uh, analog elements of the cockpit have been replaced by um, LCDs and some of the MFDs updated. But in terms of familiarity, getting into it, I knew the plane, I recognized all the controls. Um, unlike yeah. DCS, not all of them were operable. Um, but I was able to do a short field takeoff very quickly, and you know, fly the plane. I think that was the key thing.
1: And there was obviously uh, no weapon systems. This is no, uh, no, no weapon systems. Simulator. This is not uh, a military simulator.
0: But it was fun. Now I didn't do any of the, um, the training missions yet. I went straight to try and do a okay. carrier landing, uh, Have a go at that. Very good fun. I, think oh, I, molded... I just took
1: it off from from uh, Cranfield, my local airport. <laughs> Not really designed for the F eighteen, but I managed to get it off the uh, runway quick enough.
0: <laughs> well, I was going to say, considering our short field takeoffs in DCS, I'm pretty confident you could have done that. Uh, yeah, yeah, Cranfield yeah, was fun. I, I think, it, again, great model great model on it. You know, especially when you're flying at low level. You know, they've done great optimizations on the textures of the trees and the grass and the you know, things. You get a real okay. sense of speed in the F eighteen. You know, I think that wasn't necessarily there with some of the aircraft. Um and definitely when you're coming in your carrier and the water's choppy, you know, to put the weather up, or whatever, there's a real sense of environment as well. I think that they've captured there. I think, you know, as a free DLC, this ticks Fantastic. all the boxes. Yeah, really, really well done.
1: Um I need to I come mean, back to this. I only did the update a couple of days ago. I wanna get my VR sorted for Flight Sim because I still find it very 2D now, having spent so long in DCS in VR. That when you play a flight sim on a monitor it just doesn't seem right
0: no so in terms of in terms of dlc though just before we kind of be moving on um so the other one wasn't the, the reno air races was that was that free or paid i think was that paid wasn't it, the reno air races one? Oh, that might have been paid yeah i've not played that one yeah i think the, so there's an air race there is an air race one there yes it was i think i recall now i think it was around 20 20, 20 pounds for that mm. so there was the Reno Air a which brings in a new aircraft and that, but you know the given that this is free, you get an aircraft carrier, you get two aircraft. Well, you know technically, I oh, suppose yeah. we've got the other one before. I think it's you know they're going the right way about it because the thing about Flight Sims is it's all about the aircraft and the experience in it. And if the stock aircraft right. are good, but to give opportunities to bring in. Now I, I did read the other day, before whilst I was doing some notes for this, there is two. There are two more DLC sets. uh planned for expansions. Um, one is gliders, okay. which yep. I think could be great fun. And the other one is helicopters, because you always did it used to have helicopters.
1: You um, did, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I mean, and obviously we're on World Update 10, are we now? Yeah. Uh, they keep adding massive expansions to improve scenery and really concentrating on specific parts of the world uh, to make them look pretty, especially when you're doing low-level flights. So they're really adding to that. And I need to spend a bit more time Just
0: flying around the world. Definitely. And I think, you know, those updates keep coming thick and fast. They're adding in new airports, uh, new scenery. Uh, What was the last update? Update 10. I think that was some more US
1: stuff, wasn't it? yes it was the US, I believe. yes i
0: think it was the last World update was, was on the us wasn't it now i think about it well. yeah mean but yeah, but it just keeps getting better and better um and i just think you know i i need to go back and play more of flight sim especially you know once as the vr gets improved as well I need to kind of return to that i i haven't tried uh vr for the maverick flights did you or did you do it in 2d
1: no i yeah i i deleted flight sim because i was for some reason, I had like data folders were duplicated, and it was eating like eight hundred gigs on my hard drive. I don't know what was going on, so I deleted it, and then I came back uh, last week to install it all from scratch. Uh, so no, I've I've not even looked at VR yet. I just oh, okay. I got my controllers mapped and stuff like that, and had to fly around on the F eighteen
0: and the all Dark right. Star. I need to see if that, I need to see how that goes next time. Cool. All right then. So from I guess then from planes to cars. This is Top Gear as opposed to Top Gun. Then this is indeed. We have. We have. Uh, Go for it. I was going to say no. Cue us up, Carl, because this is uh, definitely. I was going to to. say
1: Forza Motorsport Eight, but it's not called that. It is the eighth installment. It's just called Forza Motorsport. So this was announced at uh, Microsoft at Bethesda's uh, recent event. Was it last week? That
0: was. Yep. Yep.
1: Last week, their, their, their kind of future gaming event. Uh, and wow, holy moly, does it look good. I mean, we play a lot of uh, Horizon 5. We we played we some the other day. And that's a very pretty game. Uh, but that's not a next-gen game because it's also available on the original Xbox One. So this is purely next-gen, only available for the Series S and X and uh, PC, I believe, as well. Correct. It looked yeah. good. I mean, we've got, what, real-time ray tracing. We've got overhauled physics. Uh, dynamic time of day on every track, didn't we? So they were showing oh, about, it. They could just move the sun around, and you get all the different shadows and daytime uh, effects. What looks like we've got a real-time crash damage. So they were oh, showing no. cars crashing. <laughs> and all the yeah, and all the uh, damage and paint scratching. I wasn't entirely sure if that impacts the driving or whether it was only visual uh, I'm hoping it impacts the driving as well, just to give you that complete simulation. Because it is very much a simulation game, isn't it? As opposed Definitely. to arcade like Horizon.
0: Yeah, and I think if you look at you know, uh, examples, from Turismo obviously is the straight competitor, isn't it? Uh, it is, that, yeah. does, that doesn't have a full damage model, as far as I'm aware, unless it's changed. But the tire degradation piece was always key, wasn't it? When you that was always upgrade, there. I remember
1: it? that one, yeah. Uh,
0: and so, again, I mean, it's I think-
1: been a while, hasn't it? it- Motorsport 7 was out in 2017. So it's been what? Five? i was say, oh, Well, say. By the yeah. time this comes out in 2023, it'll have been six years since we had a motorsport game. We've had several Horizon games in between. So it's
0: been a long time coming. It has. And, you know, um, Motorsport 7, you know, as you said, Granted, it was five years ago. It was still a really good-looking game, wasn't it? Great, yeah. um, you know the engine there was fantastic. The cars are phenomenal, you know, given you know the current state of play. Now, obviously, Forza Motorsport Seven is no longer available. It's been pulled. Um, from all of the digital kind of shops and that um, i believe yeah. because the licenses have all run out i think that was why they've done Yes, it, i it?
1: think the license things like soundtracks and a lot of the other ip has run out so yeah uh, cause our friend was like oh i can't seem to install it because i built him a brand new gaming pc and he wanted to play <laughs> Motorsport spot 7 i was like yeah really sorry about that one you can still play it on your old pc because you had it installed but you can't play it on the new one
0: no I mean, so we were we did give this a play didn't we before it had gone last year um yeah. out, of, out of the store and you know it was quickly apparent that you know we had been playing far too much horizon uh, and also wreck Best as well um because oh, you know when yeah, you're definitely when you're playing a when you're playing with a game that has a uh, an engine that's designed around realism and you know proper car uh effects given the road the conditions you know your style of driving mm. yeah when you touch the rumble strip you hit the gravel you 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 were gonna come off you uh, tap the back end Who's of somebody else yeah, go. it took some re-adjusting,
1: uh, you know. didn't it? <laughs> to how real think, life cars work.
0: I think took quite a while, I correctly, I think we we had a couple of goes, didn't we, before it was like, Yeah, we, we can drive this down and then and then the damage was turned off. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. <laughs> because like
0: uh... I've I tot- I totaled the car in the first corner, it's all over. <laughs> it's all over, you know. It's uh, in the words of in the words of Top Gun, you there? know. There are some new tracks coming. Oh well for Horizon. Or Forza. No, no, for
1: Motorsport 8. So, obviously, the traditional one. So, uh, they showed us Maple Valley, which has been in pretty much every Forza game, which is not a real live place, but that's making a return. And they spent most of the demos showing that one. Uh, Laguna Seca's coming back. Uh, Circuit de Spa. uh, They showed us two new tracks briefly. So, we've got uh, Circuit Hakoni, which is set in Japan, which is a Grand Prix track. And... I can't pronounce this one. I'm going to presume it's a silent K, but Yalami Grand Prix circuit in South Africa. So, uh yeah, it's not the full lineup. there That's only the five of them, but there'll be a lot more tracks, and I'm hopefully starting seeing some some more cars we're going to get as well soon.
0: That sounds pretty impressive, and they've also been a big push for the online piece as well. So there's going to... I was reading, you know, that they... When, and also from the notes, there's going to be a big thing about community. I know that every band in the community but I think what they're kind of doing here is trying to do a lot more around esports sports. Um, so, having yes, like, Gran Turismo like did, mm-hmm. yeah, racing events, you know, with practice qualifications leading up to like big competition races. Uh, and I've always, I think there's kind of like a standard one where you can drop in multiplayer, you know, inside. So, I think that's going to be quite interesting to see how that works, especially from a multiplayer, from a you know, cooperative point of view, as in like, you yeah, know, as opposed to you know, uh, versus, you know, a team. Can we build a, team a race team? team? Yeah, that would be enjoy. I I have to say, if we could build a race team, I'd be up for giving that world. Um,
1: might have but- to buy a steering wheel for this. It's <laughs> more expensive. Been sitting in my in my Amazon wish list for a long time.
0: Yeah, I was just gonna say that that and some pedals. Is that there. good?
1: And if I could use VR, I'd just go out by myself. Uh, oh, and that's, that's
0: where I'd probably throw up. And anyway, um, the, other, <laughs> the other thing we haven't talked about, though, is there is a story feature to it, isn't there? Because there is because a story mode, can, yeah. You can play as a single player. You know, you're going to get a story. Not much has been given on what the storyline is. Um, I'm but guessing it's, you're a race driver. I was just going to say, I suspect <laughs> so. I imagine if you, and I suspect as well, um, it's going to be a case of, you know, win races, uh, get started Start at the bottom in go karts and move your way I, up. That I, I would imagine, you know, we could be very wrong, but that's probably the assumption, you know. But again, you know, more information is going to come out of this soon. But yeah. you know, the only the highlights, you know, we looked at the show notes and videos that were shown um, of it and the tracks. It does look really, really impressive. And I think, again, like its uh, like predecessor of Forza 7, this is going to become a standout feature, I think, on the Xbox. Uh, Xbox gaming, definitely. I should say, for PC as well.
1: Definitely, definitely. Uh, talking of racing and, and yes. Horizon, we spoke quite a bit there. There is uh, the first DLC has come out of Horizon Five, and it's Hot Wheels. So uh, we had Hot Wheels in Horizon Not, Three.
0: I was saying uh, was so the last yeah, one wasn't it. it... No.
1: No, not in number four, but three it did. So they're bringing it in. So we're going to have the crazy orange tracks going through the sky, loop-to-loop, stunts and jumps, and all that kind of thing. So uh, they're bringing in uh, a contest. There's going to be four brand-new open-world areas to explore. So it looks like they're expanding Mexico to add these in. Ten um, Hot Wheels vehicles to collect. Uh, it's going to be also another standalone campaign that goes with it that your players can progress through. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a bit wacky. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'll play it, it's I think. Easy. Yeah, and well, good news, Jay. I had a look. We'll get it for free because we had uh, we bought the premium add-on bundle that includes
0: two DLC packs. I do know. I was just going to say, was that case? So I, my first point was, I you know, I'm surprised this is the first DLC. It feels like we've had Horizon oh, right. Five forever. Um,
1: it has so, been a long time. I'd expect a DLC
0: before this. It was back in November, wasn't it? I think we got Horizon Five. Um, so yeah. yeah, it does feel like an age. I was a bit, i would be honest with you, I was on the fence a bit with this. I wasn't too sure whether mm. I fancied a bit of Hot Wheels. You know, it's the kind of thing my kids play with.
1: Um, it, was it was very well fun. received with uh, Horizon 3. It was a very good add-on.
0: Um, I, it's just
1: I, all sorts of silly.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, the screenshots look hilariously funny. You know, like I say, the classic orange tracks looping through the sky. I mean, i'm up for this i mean i if we're gonna get it for free i'm not i'm not gonna you know i'm not gonna knock it i think if we'll give it game, a go uh we
1: definitely need to get our, our friend saw it sort because of, i don't think he bought the premium pack but i'm sure he will buy it anyway just for a laugh uh i mean seeing you know some how much of the fun we have when you miss one of
0: the polls and don't, oh, get don't, through the gate? don't, uh, don't. imagine when you fall off the track there's going to be cursing everywhere <laughs> i'm just don't don't you know? My biggest bugbear of that game is you're doing a race and you don't clip the flag, or you thought you feel you hadn't clipped the flag, and it's like oh my god, I've got to lose the race. I'm like oh, I must have missed it, and then yeah. no, we're good. And then next thing you know, you go past and you you've clearly hit, and then it says that you've missed the flag and you've got to you know go back and you know you might as well just kiss the game over at that point. But yeah, some oh, of the yeah. screenshots of this look absolutely chaotic to say the least. I mean, they're looping through the sky, they're upside down. There's like S twists, there's bends. As you say there's loops. I mean, it's nuts. What I will be interested in, to know is uh, what the cars are going to be like. If they drop because you know classic Hot Wheels well, we cars, the Hot
1: Wheels like... vehicles, weren't
0: they? Yeah, are always a little nuts, aren't Horizon... they?
1: Yeah, they are. And say so Horizon Five's got a track builder, hasn't it? The community event builder. Yeah, we so see a lot all of of these bits up. will now be in there, so you'll be able to get lots of customized ones that fans have made as well. So there should be some interesting tracks.
0: Oh, this could be good. So yeah, when does this drop? Nineteenth of July. Oh, the so next month, fantastic! Okay, we'll have to month, do a full up yeah. review on that once it drops and see how good it is. Cool. So let's wrap up today's gaming special then with another game that's coming out. Um, I was going to say soon, which originally it was meant to be, but it's now been delayed oh, until 20, be this 20, year, well. it. So this is Starfield. So Starfield is a brand new game from Bethesda, uh, which was announced yep. uh, at the the Microsoft event as well. Uh, not the, the the previous one, not this one. And it is another space RPG, isn't it, really? Um, yeah, around exactly. First-person RPG, you know, role-playing in the kind of, you know, the the boots of Skyrim in space, if you will. If you've played The Outer Worlds, uh, Fallout, those kind of yeah. games, I think, really give, you know, um, the kind of, I guess, evolutionary path to, to what Starfield is, isn't it? Um, Definitely. And it does look amazing, you know, as an open-world game across space. And, you know, the, yep. the at the last showcase that Bethesda did, they talked through, didn't they, some of the, some of the elements of the game, like the, the yep. creation of uh, the character creation. There was um, the Starship creation. Um, yep. And, and, you know, basically what it is is that you are a – I don't want to say explorer. It's not quite the right – word is it they're not an explorer no no yeah. i mean
1: they, they gave us a bit of the story didn't they so they, they said it's set in 2320 and it's apparently 20 years after two of the largest factions in the settled systems as they're calling it that's the uh, yeah. united colonies and the Free Star collective that they, they, they engaged in this bloody colony war for territorial control so 20 years later you're kind of assuming the role of uh, a member of the constellation so they're kind of an organisation of space explorers trying to navigate what remains after the aftermath. So uh, I think there's a lot of exploring, scavenging, um, missions, etc. But uh, did look good as you said. Uh, they showed a l- so it's really it's I suppose it's Fallout, o- Elder Scrolls, and space as you mentioned. So if you're familiar with RPGs uh, or those in you know specifically, uh, it's that kind of gameplay mechanics. But they have added in the ships. Obviously, they showed a lot of time showing the ships in space, didn't they? uh flying ships in outer space ship combat there were space stations there was a whole bit about how you can customize and build out your ship to tailor it to your requirements there's even base building and resource management yeah yeah Uh, and obviously elder scrolls um wasn't really guns was it so they spent a lot of time improving real-time combat with firearms you saw different weapons and add-ons to weapons and how you did uh kind of first-person shooter combat
0: I have to say the, the ship customization was probably the thing that really got me uh, intrigued because yeah. in a lot of these games where you go, you have a ship. So the Outer Worlds is a good example of this. You have a ship that you're on. And, you know, when it's you can get on the ship, you can explore all the rooms in the ship and you know do all the bits. But when you have to travel to another system, or whatever, you go to like, you know, the pilot console, you select the map and it, you know, there's a it's traveling. A scene, basically Yeah. yeah or, or whilst it's flying, you can go to the other parts of the ship, you know, and, and do things. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but this, as you say, you'll be actually able to fly these ships and explore and you'll be able to find them, you'll be able to do space based ship yeah. combat, I guess in the words of Elite. Um the customization looked quite impressive too, didn't it? You know, it wasn't just like bolt bits. There was real elements of unique parts that you could add in, different shapes, sizes. They yeah, take it away and
1: adding whole new parts to your ship, wasn't there?
0: Yeah. yeah. And it's like the sea capabilities, the weapons, the shields, all kinds of things. And then the character creation was well. Yeah. was complex beyond isn't it i mean it was almost kind of i think i was reading somewhere like dna style genetic engineering of like the way they'd been uh, wow. mapping into it based on the kind of traits that you could change and things like that so yeah. again the you know the options for customization and creating that character of who you want to be in the game is so you know you're not just going to be you know um generic generic player number 6 you know with color you know your skin color tone whatever <laughs> choose out, out of
1: one, one to five play, uh, yeah Characters, yeah, you'll really um, be able
0: to to kind of make it your own, but you're right. The exploration piece is interesting. The worlds, and I think you know, from the, the video, as you said, that constellation thing, um, you'll also be able to choose different factions, won't you, to support or, or, yeah, I, I guess, up to you, which
1: way you go, do you, go which sides you kind of veer towards and how you handle it. And it's going to be a big game, obviously. Elder Scrolls and Fallout are generally been big games, but it's stuck to kind of one continent, so they've said, um, basically, it's built around the solar system, uh. And out to possibly fifty light years, there are a hundred other systems and over a thousand planets to explore.
0: That's amazing! Isn't it? Absolutely amazing. Yeah. I mean, so Elder Scrolls it's been busy for a while. Yeah, I was just saying, And if you look at you know, look at the, uh, the the history here, I mean, Elder Scrolls Four Oblivion um, came out. what I mean, fifteen years ago sixteen years ago, isn't it? Easily, yeah. You know, and people are still playing that, aren't they? You know, people still oh, play it. Yeah. Uh, people still drop it, and then we have Skyrim, which came out in twenty eleven. Which again, you know, ten years, you know, 12, 11, 11 years ago, I should say. Which again, still has a huge following, um, and you know, the DLC drop that. I mean, the amount of mods that you see people you know, talking about, aren't they? they're dropping things in the game, and that. Um, we have another huge uh, sequel to it, not sequel, excuse me, oh, today. Um, yeah. and what? Are they, of course, it was online, so you. know Starfield here has got a lot of I guess a lot of areas that they can borrow from and uh, incorporate to make this a success and I, I have to say I do worry given just given you know the cyberpunk experience uh, and how the, you know, the game was similarly built mm. up oh I don't want to see a repeat now Bethesda I guess is a different beast to uh, CD Projekt Red um, yeah but you know it does there is a there is that kind of worry isn't it, I think
1: there is, there is. uh but they are concentrating on the single player. So I was hoping we might have some multiplayer in there because I thought that'd be quite cool. uh but they are saying it's single player, and they are concentrating only on Series X or, or S, Next the Xbox gen, perhaps, and yeah. PC. It's not coming to PlayStation, so there's less platforms to, for them to have to debug and concentrate on. So they're trying to keep it a bit of a more narrow focus rather than going too crazy. But then again, you've got a hundred systems and a thousand planets, so. Uh, Still a lot of work to do.
0: Yeah, all I hope is that they have um, they have cross platform you know, as in cloud saves a bit like we have with Forza, you know, on the PC and the Xbox, right? yeah, jump platforms. I that's think all
1: Microsoft our... house. They will
0: do, yeah. Well, I hope so. I hope so. But yeah, so that's now unfortunately delayed to 2023. But given the First fact delays, yeah, but the delays there to improve the gameplay and the game. So I think yeah. you know, give credit to, them to at least say, look, we'd rather delay and give you a better experience than do a. Uh... <laughs> a half-baked uh half-baked launch of a you know experience well i think that probably is a good place for us to wrap up uh today's gaming special we'll be back next week for more news of the tech variety and all of the tech rumor mill but i think then let's uh let's finish that game off and close out for today so of course as always with the housekeeping you can find us online at tech- online we're on twitter at weekly tech Brand. and of course we're on wherever you get your podcasts wherever you're listening to this today and all the common platforms are so like us give us a share tell your friends about us and we'll be back next week
1: i've been jay i've been carl have a good evening all